Hello everybody, I am Lucia Matuonto and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. The RV is now stopping in Pennsylvania in the United States to talk to Faust Ruggiero, a psychologist and author of the Fix Yourself Handbook. So, Faust, welcome to The Relatable Voice. Lucia, thank you for so much for inviting me. I know we're going to have a real good time doing this. I'm sure. And I was looking forward to talking with you today. In which city of Pennsylvania do you live? I live on the eastern side of Pennsylvania. It's a small town. Um, and uh, we're about, uh, as I said, 90 minutes from New York City, about 90 minutes from Philadelphia. So I get to uh, live in the country and then have all the benefits of the city and not have the city life to, to, to wear me down. So it's very easy to eat a pizza or hot dog in New York. Yes. So, uh, Faust, did you always want to be a psychologist? You know, Lucia, I always did. When I was a, a little kid, you know, I, I just loved to, to be around people and to hear all the things they had to say. And then by the time I got into a junior high school, all the kids were coming to me when they had a problem. They would talk to me about it. And it just took off. And I, 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 you know, I just never got tired of it. I love talking with people. I've been doing it for 40 years. And I, I still love to go into the office. I was there three hours this morning. I'm going to go back tonight. Uh, you know, I just love to be doing that with them. And as we're doing that today, you meet new people and you, you, you love everybody you meet. It's just, it's just a fun way to live life for me. Yeah, I can imagine. I'm enjoying with my podcast. I can imagine <laughs> you in your office. So, Faust, uh, can you give us some tips, for example, how can I be a better listener? You know, listening, it, it, it becomes an art. And, and what happens, what I try to tell people to do is to stay away from one thing. And that is when people are talking, we know we have to give a response. So I call it reloading. We, we start reloading in our minds and we're ready to, to give what we want to say. But while we're doing that, we miss what they're what they're uh, saying. It should be a back and forth situation. You, you, you're, you're with someone, you're talking, then they respond. Listen to what they have to say and then respond to that. Don't worry about what you have to say next. If you do that, it, it, it becomes a back and forth kind of a, of a format. The other person realizes you're listening to them. They feel real good about it. And then they want to listen to you. So I just say, don't worry about what you have to say. Just relax listen to the person, try to make, maintain eye contact if you can, and just respond. Enjoy the time. I think it's very important is to enjoy it because some people don't enjoy talking to people. You and I are two different. We're different in that respect. I love to talk to people, so I love to listen to them. When you do that, you learn about people. And then the more you learn, you have to, you, you can apply in your own life and it just keeps on going. So it keeps me kind of a student of life too. I like that. Mm-hmm, exactly. And Faust, you developed the program Process Way of Life, yes? Yes. So what is this program about? 
you know, I, when I started counseling that, you know, you, you go to school and you learn all these different formats, then you sit in the office and realize how many of them don't apply. So I started to realize that people were making bad decisions based on the processes, the information that they were gathering to make those. So I looked at all the good processes, you know, being honest with yourself and learning how to take your emotions out of things, things like that. And I, and I started to realize all these processes were working and I could teach them to people. Uh, and I put together about 51 of those and the book itself has 20, uh, 36 chapters. So uh, they're all about those processes and all the things that we do in our life that are based on those. You know, the smallest little thing we do has a process. You know, you and I are doing a podcast today, but there was a lot of little things that went into making that happen. Those are all the processes. And we have those in our lives. And we, and then some of them are big, you know, we have big, we get married or someone passes away or we move or get a new job. There's big processes then. So if people learn how to work those processes, life becomes much easier and much more enjoyable and more productive. I think sometimes we complicate, yeah? We do, we so do. much. Like sometimes it's just an easy thing to do and then we start like... We get our emotions into it and the drama starts. And then before you know it, something that was real small is big and then we don't know what to do with it anymore. And that's what I always, that's another process is taking your emotions out of things. Get the facts. The facts always point you to the solution and you do it. Mm -hmm. Simple. And you have been counseling inpatient facilities, prisons, substance abuse counseling centers and nursing homes and has provided employee assistance program to major corporations. Is there anything you would like to share with our listeners? You know, we, we touched on the processes and, you know, I've been in so many different uh, you know, counseling environments and I did that on purpose. I wanted to go into different places, learn about different people. Uh, I, I didn't want to stay just in one place. And what I found was that everybody has problems, but that everything, all the problems, all the things in our lives are very solvable situations in any situation that we're in. We can solve it if we're willing to put the time in. And, and regardless of what situation I've counseled in, if people are willing to look at it, what, whatever's going on in their lives and apply some of these processes, everything works. Yes, Faust, I totally agree with you. I see that sometimes people don't move away from the past. Like it's important that you let it go and leave the past behind. Sometimes people get focused on problems <clears throat> that they had with their parents when they were teenagers. And I, I keep saying, like, forget about it. It's, it's done. Yeah. You hit it on the head. I, I say that to people that happened 20 years ago. What does that have to do with now? You know, and, and, and you have to have to understand, I tell people that we have the power inside us to do whatever we want to do. We just have to be able to realize that we're strong enough to do that. And sometimes we don't want to change. So we look for an excuse and it's because mom did this or dad did this or that person hurt us. And OK, those are good things. We can work through those. But somewhere along the line, you have to work, get past that and be willing to make the changes that are going to make your life happy. And that's another thing people fear is they feel they fear change. They'd rather stay in a toxic situation that doesn't work for them than be, you know, move ahead to something that they don't know yet 
and that's going to be a change. That well, accept it. You know, you don't know it. You're going to know it when you get there. You'll 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 teach yourself what you have to know, and you'll become happy. Absolutely. And Faust, I'm curious about your latest book that is called the Fix Yourself Handbook. How did you come up with this title? And could you give us an example of a process that we could fix ourselves? And that's what everyone asks. And this is the one. It's funny. We just came out of a pandemic. And, and, and what we look at is everyone fell apart because <clears throat> their external life, all that stuff out there wasn't in the picture anymore. And I tell them, that's fine. Go have a good time. But understand that everything about you comes from the inside. We work inside out, not outside in. We're trying to, now everyone is saying, what's the new normal going to be? And I say, stop looking for the new normal, create the new normal. Right. To me, that just makes sense. So when I'm talking to people, I say, take control of your world, create the world you want to be, and then be happy living in it. Yes, taking control of our minds, it's very important. In the beginning of the pandemic, I was getting very nervous with anxiety, thinking about everything that could happen. And because my mom was in a country, my daughter in another one, and then I decided that I could not be only, you know, suffering. I had to take control. And I believe that having a manual like the one you wrote can be very helpful. And that's the goal of the book, you know, open your mind, but take what you have bring that out to the rest of the world don't worry about bringing the world in because you're never going to satisfy all the rest of the world they're never going to say what a wonderful person you are no. you have to say that to yourself go inside get strong bring that to the rest of the world feel good about the world you're creating and could you give us an example of a process that we could fix ourselves the, the first process i talk about is is the most important one that's being honest with ourselves Uh, you know, we all like to say we're honest, but that's not always the case. In the book, I talk about uh, honesty like an onion. You know, when you're cooking, you take that paper off the end and, and you say, well, okay, that's my first level of honesty. But that doesn't do anything. You don't smell it. You don't taste it. Then you go a little deeper and your eyes start to water and your, your nose burns and you can taste that. And that's what honesty is. It gets When you get to honesty, you go two or three levels deep inside yourself. You get a little uncomfortable, but that's okay. You're not telling anybody about it. That's the stuff you have to fix. Go get that stuff. Be honest with yourself first because you can't fix anything at all until you're honest about it. That's, the, that's step one. Faust, receiving negative feedback is something that happened to all of us at some point. And what is your advice on dealing with negative feedback? All negativity in my opinion, is based on fear. Okay, we get, we're afraid of what someone's going to think. We're afraid of failing. We're going to afraid of not look, looking good in front of people, whatever it may be. It's all about fear. And I always tell people, fear is something that can paralyze you. So you know, think it through in logical terms. What's the worst thing that could happen? And, and that's almost never going to happen. But think about that. And then just try to face whatever it is. W one little piece at a time. Face your fears, stop being so insecure. And I teach how to do that in the book. I'm not just saying it and it's, you know, it's uh, uh, people can't do that. Look at what you have to do so you're not so fearful anymore. When your fears begin to go down, 
then you become, you, you feel more secure. And all those things that bothered you, that worried you, they don't seem to be that big anymore. Mm-hmm. It's all based on, on losing fear. Yes, and sometimes we feel paralyzed by our fears. And I have a quote from Winston Churchill about fear. He says, fear is a reaction. Courage is a decision. Do you agree with this? Absolutely. I tell people that you get up in the beginning of of every day and make a decision about how you want to live your life. And they say, well, that sounds easy. I say, well, no, that's step number one. That's what Winston Churchill's saying. You make a decision to, to be courageous. That doesn't mean it's easy. It just means you made the decision. And if you don't back off of that and keep doing it every day, you will be a successful person. Yeah, it was very well said, Faust. And I would like to know what is your mission? You know, uh, Lucia, my my mission has not changed since I was a young person. Um, I love people. I, I want to help people feel good about themselves. I want them to be happy. I'm still that's still the mission, whether it's what I do in the office or what I'm doing with the book or interviews or anything else like that. Uh, though I just want people to feel better. If people feel better, it, you know, individually, one at a time, the world gets better. So, you know, some of us have to, you know, not give up hope. We just have to keep chipping away and uh, enjoy the process while we're doing it. And hopefully we're helping people along the way. Oh, this is a very good mission. So you started like when you were very young. You- very young. I knew what I wanted to do. Yes. So I'm still doing it. So now, after all the years of counseling, now we're moving in to do some different things uh, with the book and some other other projects that I'm involved in. And we're going to keep it going. And hopefully people will, uh, will uh, you know, feel better about with themselves. And what does success mean to you? You know, people ask that all the time. And, you know, um, I, I don't know that you arrive, we should even arrive at a point where we think we're successful. I think the key is to get up every day and be productive and be happy. Um, Life is a journey, Uh, you know, uh, being successful is a destination. And when you get there, okay, what do you do when you get there? Then do you stop or or do you go find another way to be successful? I just think every day I want to plug myself into the journey that I've defined for myself, keep on creating, keep on doing what I need to be doing, uh, enjoy it along the way, and hopefully take as many people with me as I can. And was it easy for you to write this book? I've always had that ability to write. I think very much like you said, I've always, I always said, I'm going to eventually do this. Uh, but then, you know, I had, we, we, we got married, had the kids, there's four kids. We I had to practice, you know, uh, all the things we're doing. And as the kids grew up, I said, well, you know, now I'm seeing things slow down a little bit and I'm not that type of person that says, well, you know, I, I don't know, I don't know that I'd ever know what retirement would be. I, I, don't, I can't even think about such a, such a concept, you know, so it was just the next logical step. I've done this in the office. I've helped several thousand people with this program. So why not write the book, turn it loose on, on the rest of the world and, and see what they can do with it. So I think it was the next logical step for me. So now you are not only a psychologist, but also an author. And I believe that is, wow, it's, it's, 
it's success. Yeah. <laughs> it feels successful. Yeah. I just don't let myself get to the point that, you know, I, I believe all that stuff. Uh, you know, you get up every day. I'm, I'm going to do the same things every day. I'm going to do like what we're doing here. I'm going to promote the book. I'm going to counsel people. I'm going to do interviews, whatever it may be. Uh, that's okay. Just as long for me, success really means that more people are grabbing taking hold of what I'm doing and they're becoming happy. I think that's why, for me, why I was put here. My job is, is to be in service to people. I like that. I still like that. Uh, so I'll just continue to do that. Yeah, being able to help people is re it's so rewarding. And are you planning to write the Fix Yourself Handbook number two? What's next for you? Well, we're going we're gonna to keep on uh, promoting the book. I'm going to do a sequel to the book, The Fix Yourself Handbook 2. Uh, the first book was designed to help people move away from uh, the unhappiness uh, and get to a happy point. The second book is designed to help them stay there. Because, you know, you, you know, getting yourself um, uh, into a new way of living is great. But then when you get there, you're not sure what to do with it and how to stay there. So the second book, I, I, I want to do that for people. Uh, just starting a radio show um for uh, healthy life net and uh, that's actually going to start premiere tomorrow so uh it's it's called uh fix it with Faust. that'll that'll be starting tomorrow uh and then uh, i'm turning the fix yourself handbook into an audiobook so those are all happening this year that's amazing i want to listen to your podcast or your show as well i like it thank you so fast the way i can we find you you are doing so much um, where can we find you and your book, please? I, Lucia, I have a website. It's my name, FaustRiggero.com. Uh, they can type that in or the Fix Yourself Handbook. It brings them to my website. The website has everything about me and the book. It has chapter outlines and excerpts from the book, everything they need to know to really look and see if, if they like what it has to offer them. And as far as the book, they can find it on Amazon or Barnes & Noble, all the usual places. So, Faust, thank you very much for your time. It was an amazing conversation. And I'm going to check out your book because I need to have a manual of how to fix myself. Thank you very much. And I hope you can come back to talk about your second book. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, and I'll see you again. Yes, you will. Thank you, Faust. Thank, thank you. God bless. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.